Welcome back, press fans, coming to you from Altman Studios in downtown Brentwood to your ears wherever you are. This is Clocked In with the Press. I'm Melissa Van Ruten, here with press editor Kyle Szymanski. Hello. Today, we have a ton to talk about. But first, let's hear a quick word from this episode's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at the Lucas Group, an independently owned and operated real estate company in Brentwood. The Lucas Group specializes in all aspects of real estate, working with both buyers and sellers to meet their home ownership needs. Give them a call today at 925-392-8926. Thanks so much. A new nationwide suicide and crisis hotline number has launched. If someone is having a suicidal, mental health, and or substance use crisis, they can now call or text 988, the new 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline, instead of 911. Or start an online chat at 988lifeline.org backslash chat. When people call, text, or chat 988, they will be connected to trained counselors who are part of the existing National Suicide Prevention Lifeline Network, according to a press release from Contra Costa County Supervisor Diane Burgess's office. The original Lifeline number, 1-800-273-8255, will remain in use indefinitely even after the launch of this new method of contact. The Lifeline is available anytime, day or night. Once a call to 988 is placed, the caller will hear a pre-recorded greeting while the system routes their call to a local network crisis center, according to a press release. Then a trained counselor will listen to the caller, provide support, and determine what further resources are needed. If there is no local crisis center or a counselor is unavailable, the caller will be connected with a national backup center, and live call services are available in English and Spanish, but Language Line Solutions also provide translation services in over 250 languages. Text and online chat services, however, are available only in English. Suicide is the second leading cause of death among young people, and prior to the COVID-19 pandemic was the 10th leading cause of death in the nation, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Every year in the U.S., more people die by suicide than in car accidents, and more suicide deaths occur than homicide and AIDS deaths combined. In 2020, nearly 46,000 people died by suicide. That's an average of one death every 11 minutes, according to the CDC website. There have been 944 deaths by suicide in Contra Costa County, according to the County Health Department, with 103 of those in 2020 alone. Groups that are at a higher suicide risk statistically include veterans, members of the LGBTQ community, and tribal populations. Victims of past trauma are also at higher risk of attempting suicide, according to the Centers for Disease Control. So I actually have a really good friend who shared her story with me. It's in the article. You can read about it in the paper. But she legit said this lifeline has saved her life. She was ready to jump off a bridge. And she called her girlfriend and her mom and and said goodbye. And then took a minute and sat down and called the lifeline. So this is really just a fantastic way. You know, instead of having to remember a long 800 number, you can just simply call or text 988 and they're going to get you contacted with the resources that you need. The Brentwood City Council unanimously approved the sale of 101 Sand Creek Road, the former site of the Los Medanos Brentwood campus, to Sand Creek Orthopedic Associates to develop a new orthopedic center that would see potential job opportunities brought to the city. The vote took place during the council's July 26th meeting following a presentation by Josh Ewan, senior analyst with the city's Economic Development Department, in which Ewan provided an overview of the city-owned property and how the sale would benefit Brentwood. 
According to Ewan, the roughly 30,000 square foot building sits on a three acre site and has a fair market value of $1.6 million in its current state. It is part of the Brentwood Shopping Center located off Sand Creek Road, which contains six independently owned properties. Part of the appeal of the business is the proximity to a major intersection, Sand Creek Road and Brentwood Boulevard, that has already seen other residential and commercial development, Ewan said. Sale of the building to Sand Creek Orthopedic Associates is expected to close on January 31, 2023. Sand Creek Orthopedic Associates is a subsidiary of the Walnut Creek-based medical group Golden State Orthopedic and Spine. Phase 1 of the project would consist of 12,000 square feet of the building being used for administrative offices and MRI service facilities with the potential to add orthopedic urgent care. 49 administrative employees from the Walnut Creek Center would be expected to relocate to Brentwood by 2024 and 30 new employees hired by 2025. MRI services would provide another four full-time technical jobs, according to Golden State's proposal, while a potential urgent care unit would add another six full-time clinical jobs. Phase 2, which has a January 31, 2027 deadline, will see an addition of 30 exam rooms and relocating of two existing clinic spaces in other parts of Brentwood into the new orthopedic center. Phase 2 would bring the total number of expected jobs at the center to 125 by adding in 16 physicians and 10 on-site physician assistants. I love to see it. Anything that's creating new, new jobs in Brentwood is a fantastic thing. I know that the council was very excited about this, and, and a lot of the public that attended the meeting on Tuesday was also very excited about the, the move and the sale. Yeah, can't complain about more jobs. Right, and it's going to bring that money into Brentwood's general fund that will go on and fund other amazing projects. City Council hopefuls in Brentwood and Oakley have until August 12th to file papers for their candidacies. Approved candidates for both cities will appear on the general election ballot on November 8th. This year's city council elections will be district-based as opposed to the at-large elections in previous years. Both cities approved district plans in the last year based on 2020 census population numbers. The data was used to determine appropriate district lines. This brings both elections in line with the California Voting Rights Act, which bans at-large election methods that impair a protected class's ability to elect its selected candidates or influence an election outcome. Brentwood has split into four districts, while Oakley has five. Both cities will be holding city council elections for their respective districts two and four. Candidates are required to be a resident and registered voter in the city and district that they hope to represent. Each city council term is for four years. Residents who are interested in running for either city council are urged to contact their city clerk and make an appointment to review the nomination packet and processes, along with answering any questions. Brentwood City Clerk Margaret Wimberly said, When someone has pulled papers to run for the upcoming city council election, they are issued a packet of information that includes nomination papers, which are circulated for signatures. Those papers are filed with my office. The signatures on the papers are then examined by the County Elections Department to verify that they are from registered voters residing within the district the potential candidate is running in. Once it is confirmed that they have 20 valid signatures, they are then considered qualified candidates. Oakley Deputy City Clerk Kim Snodgrass confirmed that the process was the same for potential candidates in Oakley. If you're considering a run for City Council, visit your city's website for more information. I keep joking. I keep joking about having to leave the press so I could run for city council, but not not yet. <laughs> I'm going to stay put for a while longer, and I'll get to write about city council. But it's definitely a great way to get involved with your community, right? Be the change that you want to see. Put your money where your mouth is. 
run for city council. Learn how your city is run. Learn the ins and outs. Do your research, all that good stuff. Good luck to all the potential candidates. Brownwood Police and volunteers from local nonprofit Wall of Heroes created a Fund the First fundraiser for one of their officers' family. Since the day that Cassie and David found out that their four-year-old son Luca had leukemia, David's co-workers have been right by their side. Officer Chris Bollinger contacted Wall of Heroes CEO Jesse Lachance Mellon and asked for support. Wall of Heroes created a fundraiser for the family, and on July 19th, Wall of Heroes and David's police family delivered a check for $68,270, arriving to the family's home with full lights and sirens. These donations came from friends, family, and even local residents who have never met the family. Lachance Mellon said, We are incredibly honored to present this support check to such an amazing family. The fundraiser is still open, and the group is looking forward to providing the Smith family with more financial support. To provide support and hear this family's story, visit https colon slash slash fundthefirst.com backslash campaign backslash medical dash assistance dash for dash smith dash family dash path wx. I believe you can also go to the Wall of Heroes Facebook page as well, and they'll have a link to it. The Wall of Heroes is a 501c3 nonprofit charitable organization dedicated to helping first responders. You can connect with them on Facebook, like we said, Instagram, Twitter, and their website, heroeswall.net. For additional information, contact Wall of Heroes Chief Information Officer Brian Oftedal at brian at heroeswall.net. What a blessing. Absolutely. And this is a prime example of just how special this community is. When someone's in need, they come together, they collaborate, and look at what happens. They get the job done. Yes, yes, absolutely. All right. We're going to take a quick sponsor break, but be sure to stay tuned. When we come back, we'll have the latest sports updates, some breaking news, and back-to-school information. Today's sponsor, The Lucas Group, has been in business since 2005 and is now offering clients the most cutting-edge solutions in property technology through Homelite's suite of products and services. Simple sales, trade-ins, and cash offers. For simple sales, The Lucas Group makes selling your home easy. Sell when you're ready without the hassle of paying for repairs, prepping for listing, or dealing with showings. Receive a competitive, no-obligation cash offer, typically within 48 hours. Close in as little as 10 days. If you would like to avoid the stress, risk, and hassle of buying and selling at the same time, The Lucas Group can help with a trade-in a calmer, more certain alternative to real estate. They will buy your current home, giving you the freedom to buy your new home. And if your current home sells for more than the price of your new home, the Lucas Group pays you the difference, minus the selling costs. If you want to triple your winning potential, the Lucas Group has a cash offer program. The Lucas Group will help you make the strongest offer possible with a 21-day close for free. That means no program or lender fees. Call the Lucas Group's award-winning agents today at 925-392-8926. Thank you very much to our sponsor. Let's jump into sports. The action picked up at the Antioch Speedway last weekend. Troy Folger won the 20-lap IMCA Modified Main Event. This was the second win of the season for the five-time champion. And Buddy Niss rolled into the early lead behind Bobby Motch Jr. and Aaron Crowell. An inside pass gained Crowell second place on lap five with Folger following into third. They ran that way until a high pass and turn two on lap 13 put Folger into second. Folger went outside Niss in turn four on lap 15 to take the lead, and he went on to victory from there, followed by Niss, Crowell, point leader Nick DiCarlo, and Kellen Chadwick. Other winners included Shannon Newton in the wingless sprints, 
Jacob Mallett Jr. in the 20-lap IMCA Sport Modified Main Event, and Tom Brown won the 15-lap Mini Stock Main Event. For full results, visit thepress.net. Let's jump to the football field. The Liberty High School 7-on-7 team recently won a summer camp in Lake Tahoe. These 7-on-7 competitions, unlike traditional 11-on-11 play, don't have five offensive linemen or four defensive linemen up front. There is no rush on the quarterback, and this allows for the defense to drop all their seven players into coverage while also giving the quarterback his allotted pass time without having to worry about being crunched by the defense. Most of the teams that Liberty saw at the camp were from across California, although one school even attended from Iowa. And according to first-year coach Mike Cable, the Lions struggled early on. But after an early loss in round-robin play, the team never looked back and didn't lose another game for the rest of the tournament. Standouts in this tournament included quarterback Nate Bell and wide receiver Ryan McKendry. The team kicks off its regular season in late August. How fun, and what a blessing for the quarterbacks not to have to worry about whether or not they're coming for him. That's got to be a nice, nice little relief, but great job. Absolutely, and I know we talked about Heritage last week, so our teams are well on their way to succeeding this season, I think. It's going to be a good season. The Brentwood Lady Blast 8U softball team won their first tournament this month at Big League Dreams in Manteca. The 14-member team won all five of its games. And here's what Coach Abel Ordaz had to say. He said, I'm really proud of how far the girls have come in such a short amount of time. The team came together at the end of recreational softball season in May. With school starting, they will take a short break for the fall, participating in only a few local tournaments. Or Dad said he looks forward to seeing what else his team can accomplish. Nice job, ladies. And we have some exciting news for the Liberty softball team. They have a new head softball coach, Brandy Macias. She has an impressive resume. She's a three-time Division I Women's College World Series participant. She was a former Division I assistant coach at Purdue University in Indiana. And she's an assistant coach for the Great Britain 18U international team. She will be a huge lift for the Lions. Anytime you bring in a coach with both playing and coaching experience on the college level, it immediately elevates the play of everyone around them. And I expect the Lions to take a big leap this season. She sounds super impressive. I'm excited to see what she does. The River Otters are making a splash. The River Otters swim team beat four other teams to take the title of the 2022 Mid-Valley Swim League Championship meet in Ripon. The meet on July 16th included 101 events with River Otter swimmers taking top three in many events. This week, 56 of the team's members are preparing for the Sacramento Valley Meet of Champions where they will meet against recreational swim teams from all over Northern California. And the River Otters are, of course, a Discovery Bay recreational swim team where individual skill development, goal setting, friendly competition, team building, and most importantly, fun are all top priorities. That is it for sports this week. But stick around because we have more news, including a fatal shooting in Antioch. Right, Melissa? Indeed we do. Antioch police detectives are investigating why one person was killed and one was wounded on July 21st after a report of gunshots just before 1 a.m. The gunshots were reported in the 300 block of Lawton Street with the one victim in the driveway of the residence and the other nearby. Police said there was evidence of a drive-by shooting at the scene, but did not elaborate on what that evidence was. After one person died at the scene, the other was taken by ambulance to a local hospital with non-life-threatening injuries and is in stable condition, police said. Police have not released the victims' names, ages, or hometowns. Anyone with information is asked to call the Antioch Police Department non-emergency line at 925-778-2441 
or Detective Whitaker at 925-779-6890. You may also text a tip to 274637, or CRIMES, using the keyword Antioch. And continuing in Antioch, Don Juan Watson, 19, of Antioch and San Francisco, and Jalen Washington, 20, of San Francisco, were arrested on July 20th by Contra Costa Sheriff's deputies who were serving warrants at a home on the 4800 block of Vinewood Way in Antioch. The two are suspects in the March 23rd, 2022 killing of Basil Jelani, 20, in the unincorporated area of Taylor Road and Gloria Terrace in Lafayette. Homicide detectives from the Sheriff's Office Investigation Division identified the two who are also suspects in robberies in the Bay Area. Watson was booked into the Martinez Detention Facility and held without bail on the charges of murder, two counts of robbery, and conspiracy. Washington was booked and is being held without bail on the following charges. Murder, two counts of robbery, conspiracy, burglary, felon in possession of a firearm, and allowing someone to discharge a firearm from his vehicle. The investigation is continuing. Anyone with information is asked to contact the Sheriff's Office Investigation Division at 925-313-2600 or through Sheriff's Office Dispatch at 925-646-2441. For any tips, email tips at so.ccounty.us or call 866-846-3592 to leave an anonymous voice message. So today... Well, yesterday, by the time this podcast comes out, was the first day of school for many children in the local area. Ron Nunn Elementary will be welcoming a new principal this school year. Nicholas Casey will be stepping into this new role and said he is excited to work with new students, staff, and parents. Casey has worked in the Brentwood Union School District for the past 11 years as a teacher and worked as a principal in another district for the past eight years. Casey said, I'm most looking forward to really getting to know the Ron Nunn community. The students and staff and everybody that I've met so far have been super nice and welcoming. Casey was also a student at Ron Nunn. He was a part of the first fifth grade class when the school opened in 1991-1992. And he has come full circle now as their new principal. Alongside welcoming back all the new students, Edna Hill Middle School will also be welcoming a new principal, Lenore Medina. Medina has worked in the Brentwood Union School District for many years. She started at Adams Middle School in 2006 before moving to Edna Hill and working as their vice principal in 2018. The motivation for connection with students led Medina to this new position, as well as her passion for helping students through their middle school years. And she said, I was inspired by the idea that I was making an impact in my classes, but these are just four walls you can control completely, and I thought I wanted to make a greater impact. As a principal, Medina said she wants to connect with the community and strengthen Edna Hill's programs. She also recognizes that middle school is a time of transition and wants to help her students feel supported and have a sense of community. Wishing the best year to both of them and all the students that have started, and I know high school starts on Monday. Continuing the good school news, the Brentwood, Liberty, Byron, Oakley, and Knightson school districts recently announced a policy for serving free meals for children under the USDA National School Lunch Program and School Breakfast Program. The policy provides free meals, one breakfast and one lunch per school day to all students during the school year, regardless of their household income. The school districts, however, must continue to collect free or reduced price meal applications to ensure the sustainability of the state's program. 
This information will also be utilized to determine eligibility for bus transportation and internet discounts for the students and their families. Visit your respective school website for more information about the program and how to get a registration form. So I know my boys are super excited. They started back at nights and today. We did all the walkthroughs and everything. But for the first time since they've been there, instead of having the vended lunches that they've had in the past, they're going to have a cooking kitchen. So they are super stoked. I know, Elijah, they're having like today's mac and cheese and everything's whole grain and healthy. They're going to have a selection every day of fresh fruits and vegetables. And then they'll, they're going to have alternate meals, I think, like a grilled cheese and, and a peanut butter and jelly or something like that if they don't like what the main meal is. And then, of course, Friday is pizza day, as I feel like that's a tradition that probably goes back to <laughs> when public schools were started. So that's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm excited. And it again, you know, I talk a lot about stigma this, stigma that. I can remember as a kid having to get reduced or free lunch and and there was, like, the kids look at you a certain way, you know? And and so now everybody gets the free lunch across the board and you don't have to feel less than as a student or, like, you don't fit in because you can't pay for lunch. And it also makes the lives of parents a little easier, I would imagine, right? So you Amen. Have to- <laughs> Amen. Although, Wyatt, he still wanted to take lunch today, but I think tomorrow he'll change his mind because it, again, is pizza day. Any plans for the weekend, Kyle? I don't have any plans for this weekend, actually. How about you? I have a wedding tomorrow. No, Saturday. Well, I guess it will be tomorrow by the time this is released, but in San Martin, so that should be fun. It's one of the ones that booked kind of pre-COVID, and so it's been pushed off and pushed off, and I think it's actually one of my last COVID rescheduled weddings, so I'm super excited. It's going to be beautiful. going to be a little warm, but not too bad. We do have a wonderful calendar For the weekend, Guys and Dolls, put on by Ghostlight Theater Ensemble, opens this weekend, and that will be at El Campanile Theater. You can visit the Ghost Lights website for tickets and more information. The Brentwood Kiwanis and Kiwanis Club of the Delta Antioch are hosting their summer restaurant tour. You can buy tickets in several places across town. They're $20, and there's a lineup of varied restaurants, and I believe each of the restaurants will have a little tasting menu that you can go and check out. And then if you want, you can buy drinks or additional food. There is no order that you have to visit the restaurants, but all of the money will go towards charity. Tuesday is National Night Out. It's an annual community building campaign that promotes police community partnerships and neighborhood camaraderie. Definitely check out our calendar in this week's paper or online at www.thepress.net slash calendar for more information. And that is it for today's episode of Clocked In with the Press. We appreciate you taking the time to listen in, and we look forward to speaking with you in future episodes. If you would like to read more news stories of East Contra Costa County, you can do so through our website at www.thepress.net or through our Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at thepress underscore net. Be sure to tune in again next week. On Tuesday, we'll have our interview with Vincent Baldwin of East County Revolution Football Club, and of course, Next Friday, all of your local news and sports highlights. Contact us with your thoughts on this episode or any other before it by emailing podcasts at brentwoodpress.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a fun and safe weekend, and we will speak with you all next time. This is Melissa. And Kyle. Clocking out.
When it comes to the home of your dreams, a trusted realtor can help with every step of your home buying journey. The Lucas Group is committed to excellence and personal service in all their sales. Their award-winning team is dedicated to putting their clients' needs first and consists of some of the top local agents. The Lucas Group has partnered with Homelight Inc. and is now an elite certified agent partner for simple sales, trade-ins, and cash offers. Call the Lucas Group at 925-392-8926.